Welcome to another inspirational message from Chowdean Community Church, Gateshead. For more information about Chowdean, visit www.chowdean.org.uk. We hope you enjoy the podcast. been looking at the book or the letter of Colossians and the title I was given for this week's sermon which covers Colossians 2 verses 6 to 23 is shadows and reality. Okay well, well I want to read to you and on the screen there'll be the verses that we're talking about this morning um, but in the NIV version and I just want to read you some of it from uh, the Code Bible which is a kind of New English version, which CVM, Christian Vision for Men, used. And I think I'll sit on this chair. It's pretty cool sitting on a big chair like that up here. You have accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord. Now keep on following Him. Plant your roots in Christ and let Him be the foundation for your life. Be strong in your faith just as you were taught, and be grateful. How often do we actually feel really grateful to the Lord that we have been saved? Don't let anyone fool you by using senseless arguments. These arguments may sound wise, but they are only human teachings. They come from the powers of this world and not from Christ. God lives fully in Christ, and you are fully grown because you belong to Christ, who is over every power and authority. In verse 14 says, God wiped out the charges that were against us for disobeying the law of Moses. He took them away and he nailed them to the cross. There Christ defeated all powers and forces. He let the whole world see them being led away as prisoners when he celebrated his victory. Don't let anyone tell you what you must eat or drink. Don't let them say that you must celebrate the new moon festival. Or any other festival. These things are only a shadow of what was to come. But Christ is real. You know, and often um, we kind of live this powerless life in Christ. Where we, cannot, we know we're saved. And we trust in the Lord. And we believe that we'll spend eternity with Him. We believe that He gives us power to live for Him and to be salt and light in this world. But we're not very convincing. We're not even convinced ourselves. And we kind of live this powerless life where we don't demonstrate the kind of power that we have access to through our faith in Jesus Christ. You died with Christ. Now the forces of the universe don't have any power over you. Why do you live as if you had to obey such rules? As don't handle this, don't taste that, don't touch this. After these things are used, they are no longer good for anything. So why be bothered with the rules that humans have made up? Obeying these rules may seem to be clever, the clever thing to do. They appear to make you love God more and be very humble and have control over your body, but they don't really have any power over our desires. That's kind of the text that we're talking about Um, And it just struck me as I was reading this how, you know, 
we have access to the Creator God who created everything that we can see, feel, and touch. And yet we live lives that are overtly powerless. We talk a good game, but we don't live a good game. And I talk to myself when I see all these things, as you know. What we see in the world today are shadows. And what's a shadow? Well, a shadow is a silhouette created by a real object. If you're out walking at night and, uh, and you see a shadow moving, you see the shadow of something moving, what do you do apart from run away as fast as you can because you're scared of what it might be? You look to see what is casting the shadow because what's casting the shadow is more important than the shadow itself. The shadow, you see, can't do much but the one casting the shadow can. In this letter to the Colossians, Paul reminds us that there are shadows in this world. And if all we do is focus on the shadows, then we miss what is really important. And if we never look past the shadows, then we're stuck in the shadows. And many a time I think that I'm kind of living this life in the shadow of Christ and focusing on the shadow that is created without actually focusing on the real person. You know, every one of us is looking forward. We're looking forward to something brighter ahead. You know, we look forward to our holidays. We look forward to being in the sunshine. And there's nothing better than waking up every morning and the sun shines. It makes you feel better, doesn't it? Now, there aren't many people who look forward to darkness, who look forward to a, a gray sky, who look forward to the rain pouring down. We look forward to something brighter. So we need to look past the shadows in life to the substance and think about all the substance in life. Now the sun comes up every day, even though oftentimes in this country we don't see it. But we have the rain, we have trees. You know, we've, um, we've moved to a new house and it's got this huge back garden with lots of trees and I love it. I've never really been a gardener. I've never been one for gardens. Um, but I'm kind of changing as I sit in the, in the house and I look in, down this garden and see the changing colors and the beautiful trees and the plants. Um, and it's interesting. Um, I'm almost becoming a bit of a tree hugger. Because when, when the grandkids come now, you know, it used to be that they would create mess. But now they seem to find these, um, you know, the canes that you use to support plants. Well, every time they come, they find these canes and they go around and they start whacking me trees. So I'm saying, stop hitting the trees. You know, you'll damage them. Now, I've never done that in the past, but I'm kind of loving me trees now. And it's funny how, even though when they go home, I go around the garden, I clear it up, and I take all these broken canes that they've smashed up fighting each other and hitting my trees, and I put them in the bin. I think, right, the next time they come, that won't happen. And what happens? They find canes, and they whack the trees, and they take the leaves off the plants, and they start cutting them up, you know, like... 
anyway, you know, in this life, you know, we have water, we have food, we have our homes, we have clothing, certainly in this country. We work and we live and we laugh and we love. That's life. But you see, all that exists is a creation of God. And it's a reflection of God. In Romans chapter 1, it says, this was another letter from Paul to the Romans. God's eternal power and character cannot be seen. But from the beginning of creation, God has shown what these are like by all he has made. You see, you can't hide from it. God's nature is seen in his creation. You can know something about God by looking at his creation. And I've experienced more of that just sitting in the back room in our house and looking at this wonderful view down the garden and all these trees and plants and bushes. And usually the sunset's amazing and you see the, the blue sky darkening as the sun goes down. And it does make me think, wow, this is incredible. This cannot have happened by accident. There has to be an intelligent designer behind all of this. Now, Kat's going to put a picture up on the screen now, I hope. Now, that's a painting. Who do you think the painting's by? Picasso, yeah? That, Everybody recognized that immediately as a Picasso. The style of the painting suggests it's Picasso. So you know the creator of that painting by the style and by the substance of what he produces. Sometimes when I, when I hear music, I recognize after the first few notes who it was or who it is who's performing. Paul Kossoff, the lead guitarist with Free, had a unique tone and sound to his guitar. So I just need to hear a couple of notes of Paul Kossoff playing guitar, and I know it's Paul Kossoff by the sound that he creates. We can also know something of God by looking at what he has created. You see, but what God has created is not God, and it will pass away. The Bible reminds us that the world and the sky will get old and will end. Everything of this world will end. Everything in this world is subject to rust, decay, to age. I'm 61 now. Derek's in his 80s. Colin is heading on to 80, Colin. And... We can tell you, as many of you can, as you get older, no matter how well you look after this body, it starts to fail. It can't do the things that it could do when we were younger. You know, the mind will tell us to do something, playing football. Paul Badham still plays football. It's amazing. He's in his 50s, he still plays football. But I bet he can't perform now like he did when he was 23. See, he accepts that because we age and the body decays, it gets old, and eventually we know we all pass away. Nothing in this world has inherent value. 
The true substance is beyond what is in this life. We need to look beyond the shadows. Our shadows tend to be worldly. It could be a nice car. It could be a nice house. It could be the clothes that we wear. It could be our reputations. It could be money that we seek after. And there's nothing wrong with any of these things. But we are not to build our lives on these things. Jesus is the foundation for our lives. And as Christians, we do not live in the shadows, but in the light. We walk by faith and not by sight. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. You see, we are strangers in this world because our citizenship is in heaven. And too many times we get caught up in the seeming reality of the things we can touch and feel and see when the true reality are the the things that we cannot see, feel, and touch. There are spiritual forces at work that would seek to keep us away from Christ. Our treasure is in heaven. See, all all the things that you kind of hunger for in this life and all the the advertising and all the media um, would tell you that you need things and the things that you can buy will give you peace, will give you happiness, will give you contentment. The more you have of stuff, the more content you will be. Now, we all know that that's not true. Or if you don't know it, you will find that out. You know, I think about, uh, just, I remember when I, I got this, you, you know, you know that I got this Porsche. And from being a little boy, I'd always wanted to have a Porsche. So eventually, I managed to buy a Porsche. And for the first three weeks, loved it, posed around in it, kept it pristine, cleaned it inside and out. Six months down the line, it's like a dustbin. It doesn't get washed. I've stopped putting it in the garage, and it's just become another thing. It's another car that gets me from A to B. And within 18 months, I got rid of it. It didn't satisfy, you know. I kind of knew it wouldn't. But we all get sort of drawn into this worldliness that having more is going to make us happy, is going to bring us that peace and contentment, and it doesn't. So someday, all you see will be over. Someday, you will leave this world. And the question will be, in what or in who did you invest your life? What did you invest your life in? Or who did you invest your life in? And if it's not Jesus Christ and you've missed out big style, and the consequences you will feel for eternity. Many things can get in the way. 
But you know, I was thinking about my father-in-law, Margaret's dad, Jimmy Poppleton. He ignored Christianity for many years. Finally, in what was to be the final year of his life, when he was 66 years of age, he accepted Christ. You see, the bowel cancer got his attention. It caused him to consider what was really important in life. It made him consider eternity. Jesus changed the character of his life. You see, Jimmy Poppleton was a hard worker. He was a coil winder, kind of engineer. He was a father, a husband. He was an all-round great guy. But he was lost. Then he became a Christian hard worker, coil winder, engineer, father, husband, an all-round great guy. But a saved one. Hallelujah. That was the difference. And I remember we got photographs of Jimmy when he was being baptized at Chowdean as a 66-year-old man who was frail now in body. He'd been, you know, a strong, fit guy. And within 12 months, he went to be in kind of a bag of bones. But he was determined to be baptized, to make that public declaration of oneness with Christ, to give thanks to the Lord for saving him for all eternity. And Jimmy said to us one night, he said, I just wish I'd found this 60 years ago. I wish I'd found this 60 years ago. But praise God, he's in heaven, and Margaret will see her dad uh, one day in the future. And we give thanks for that. This life is a drop in the bucket. But what you do with that drop makes a huge difference for eternity. The words we say in this life will ripple through eternity. The things we do in this life will ripple through eternity. We can make a huge difference. So my challenge to everyone today is do not squander what you have been given. Respond today to Jesus Christ. Look past the shadows of this life. Always look forward, not backward. Look upward, not downward. C.S. Lewis, and, and I love some of the quotes by C.S. Lewis. This guy who was a professor um, at uh, was it Oxford or Cambridge University, one of the two. And he was an atheist who investigated the claims of Christ and became one of the greatest Christian apologists, apologetics ever. And C.S. Lewis said, He died not for men, but for each man. Each man, if each man had been the only man made, he would have done no less. Now read into that where it says man, woman, person. He also said, Human history is the long, terrible story of man trying to find something other than God which will make him happy. And that's so true. Look around the world today. Look outside these walls and you will see billions of people looking for something, someone other than God to make them happy. And it's futile. 
and many spend their whole lives following this futile exercise. Now at this point, I'm gonna, uh, we're going to play a video of a song um, sung by Jen, Jen uh, Johnson, um, Bethel Music. I love this girl singing, but I love this song, and I love the words in it, and I want you to listen to the words of the song, and then I'm going to summarize, um, and I'm going to give you a couple of questions, and we'll spend a bit of time talking about those questions before Paul and Lorraine come back and end our service with some music. So, Kath, if you could... Um, Play the video. Jesus says, Come to me, I'm all that you need. Come to me, I'm your everything. Do you believe that this morning? Amen. Do we all believe it? Because if we all believe it and we embrace it, and we take what Jesus has to offer us and we use it and we become that salt and light that dispels the shadows, then our world will be a different place. We will be different people. I don't know about you, but I'm sick of being me and I'd rather be someone different. But I recognize, you see, that God has given me certain abilities and talents and He's given every one of you certain abilities and talents that he wants to use for his glory and to reach the lost. To bring as many as possible into the kingdom before his return. Jesus has brought us a new covenant of eternal forgiveness and inner transformation for all who place their trust and their lives in him. Everything else of this earth is a shadow Things not of Christ that demand our attention, our energy, commitment, and investment. So we need to focus our commitment on Christ. So if the true substance and reality belongs to Christ, how should you evaluate the things of this world? What should be your relationship to them? And the second question is, What are some possible shadows of this world that you are tempted to turn to rather than Christ? But I really want you to be encouraged. People, you know, we are a group of believers. Um, If anyone does not know Jesus Christ here this morning, this is your time. Here is your opportunity to accept Him as your Lord and Savior. Don't leave here not having met with Him. If you're a Christian, be encouraged. Think about the shadows in your life that are holding you back from serving Him in the way that He intended. Let's all leave here encouraged, uplifted, and determined that our commitment shall be to Jesus Christ and to no one else. Thanks. This is the end of this message. We hope you enjoyed it. If you want to find out more about our church, please visit www.chowdean.org.uk and please take a minute to rate our podcast on iTunes.